sermon podcast of Dan Roschke, pastor of Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Fairfax, Virginia. For more information about Bethlehem, visit our website at blclife.org. But now, here's Pastor Dan and his sermon for today. Friends, grace to you and peace this Ash Wednesday. This is a beautiful day. It is. It's a day we remember that we're not all that. It's a day we get leveled. I posted earlier my pastor friend Kate's Ash Wednesday ad for her church service tonight. It reads like this, Happy Valentine's, you're going to die. And God loves you. And the design is fantastic. <laughs> Happy Valentine's. You're going to die. And God loves you. It's a rich day today. It's a beautiful day. Not taking ourselves too seriously. In that it doesn't all center around or depend on you. After all. And taking ourselves very seriously. But you are a child of God, worthy of unconditional divine love with a call to respond. That's, that's to be taken seriously. You're a child of God, worthy of unconditional divine love with a call to respond. An invitation today. Friends, heed the call. Turn from ways that are not life-giving and life-sharing and move in the direction of dying of having lived. We are all going to die. We spend most of our lives ignoring or even denying that fact, but not today. Today we face that, and it makes us rethink our living. Matthew's Gospel gives us ways of living, Jesus' words. It's really in three parts. We look at this text every year on Ash Wednesday. Ways of living. Live by prayer, live by fasting, and live by giving yourself away. Let me just reflect on each of those briefly. Live by prayer. Prayer this year, for me anyway, has meant paying attention. Prayer is paying attention. I did the drive through ashes out front. I stood on Little River Turnpike and held a sign, and I put on my whole chasuble, my robe, and everything, and I, I just stood there. And some people stopped, and I certainly gave them ashes and got to meet some people, but I found myself praying for each person who drove by just to pass the time. But what, but what happened was I don't think about praying for people that are driving by on Little River Turnpike normally. I had to go stand out there in this kind of awkward situation of offering ashes to everybody <laughs> to just to, to, to think about every single person. Just that sort of opportunity of, of paying attention. Anyway, prayer is, is paying attention. We had Bible study this afternoon, studying 
Paul's letter to the first Corinthian to the Corinthians, Paul's first letter to the Corinthians in chapter two today, I'm thinking of praying as paying attention in that in chapter two, Paul talks about God's wisdom is recognizing gifts and abilities, both in ourselves and in others. And that takes paying attention to one another. I see this ability in you. Only you have the ability to share your music in this particular way, and I give thanks for that. Only you have the ability to notice when people are upset and to move close to them and to accompany them. Only you have this unique ability to work with numbers and uh, and process <laughs> payments and bills and gifts that are coming into the congregation and, and share of your time and your talents in this place so that our books are healthy and that we can function and continue to function as a congregation. It takes noticing. It takes paying attention. And, and, and I am thinking that prayer is lifting people up when we notice and pay attention. We're lifting them up. And that's, that's prayer. Live by prayer. Live by fasting. Fasting. You know, you can try to deprive yourself of literal food if that is, in fact, and maybe it is, truly life-giving. If there are certain foods um, but if there's something that you are overindulging in, I, I, I think that's really fasting is holding back from that. It's getting it's getting at holding back from overconsumption. And that's about way more than food. It's embracing moderation for at least a season. Our devotion for tomorrow, we've got this wonderful calendar on caring for creation during Lent, and, and the devotion for tomorrow suggests simpl simply removing a certain light bulb at home. Just pick one light bulb in your house, and, and hopefully a prominent one, a one, one that you do use, and just remove it for this season of Lent. And notice what it's like to go without it. Think about others in this world who have no light at all in their home, no warmth in their home, and pay attention. There it is again. I mean, fasting and praying go really well together. What's stirring for you? It's not about a light bulb. It's about what happens in you spiritually when you hold back from certain things. Light, in this case. And, and what comes with that, I imagine, is a recognition of certain gifts that we have. And thanksgiving 
those things start to come up actually when we fast. When we fast from food, we're suddenly so appreciative of food. Live by praying, live by fasting, and live by giving. Giving of ourselves. Remember, you're going to die. So all the treasures in the world can't stop that from happening. All the accumulation. So how about we share what we have even more graciously? This isn't just about money, but money is definitely a part of this. Wealth is definitely a part of this. But other things can be too. In this uh, ecology in Christ through the liturgical year theme that we've just begun just on Sunday, I mean, what, what does giving of ourselves mean as it relates to the peril of the planet? What does giving of ourselves mean in terms of giving our time to family members and friends, maybe? Reaching out to people, reconnecting with people during this Lenten season. Giving of our time to our communities or to our churches or to the earth or even to our own health. Friends, if you, if you need to hear this, Giving of ourselves can mean giving to yourself. Please hear that if you need to. Some need far more rest, far more relaxation, far more joy and peace in their lives. And I'll remind you that the Sabbath, that's what we're really talking about, the Sabbath was given and practiced first by those who were poor, the immigrants in the Sinai wilderness, which is to say it's not just some gift for those that are privileged and for those who can afford it. God calls us when the sun sets (laughs) to set down the axe and rest and enjoy. And this is intended for everyone. It's okay, maybe as a Lenten discipline to take better care of yourself. How is the Spirit stirring in you this Ash Wednesday? How shall you respond when faced with your own mortality? This is a gift. There's a freedom that we have. This is a chance to reset, a chance to breathe, a chance to turn back to God, to your neighbors, to the planet itself, and to your own body. So we turn now in peace, in humility, in honesty, and we do all this covered in grace and mercy. May the gifts of Lent be yours in Christ Jesus. Amen.